Welcome everybody to episode 18 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting in front of someone who's probably, I mean, just accomplished more than most people I know. Uh, her name's Alyssa Barrera and she is the executive director for the downtown management, management district. Yes. That is downtown a mouthful. Management district. Yeah, and so you just got this position this year. Yes, in February. Okay, and so how, what, did you know you were being considered for it? I mean, how, how did that get introduced to you? Um, so, well, goodness gracious. Like, <laughs> I want to take you all the way back to, like, where my love of downtown began. But, Please do. Um, I want to know. Okay. But for the purposes of this question, you want me to just tell you, like, most recently. Like, I was working at the city. Yes. I was in the city manager's office. I was um, the liaison. I was the business liaison. Right. I actually city. saw your job posted. <laughs> I didn't make the, the connection, but I saw the posting. Business liaison. And um, I, was, I was the liaison to the Downtown Management District Economic Development Corporation Convention and Visitors Bureau. And then a whole bunch of other things that are kind of behind the scenes related to... I would describe it as the not fun part of all the fun stuff. So like, yeah, Waterburger Field, it. you know, things that the city owns but have this way more interesting type of operation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lease on the back end of that. Like, there, right. there, are like things, business that has to be done. So, um, that was my job, and I've just always had a huge passion for downtown. And so when Terry Sweeney um, took another position, he told me that I needed to go for it, and I was like. That's saying something. Yeah. That's like succession planning. Well, and I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, Terry came down here, Terry Sweeney, our former executive director, and he, his story was, I'm not going to say super similar, but he was from Indianapolis mm -hmm. and had worked for downtown Indianapolis and it had helped revitalize downtown Indianapolis. So this was the first place outside of Indianapolis he had moved to, wow. to kind of work. What a difference. And, um, yeah. Down to Texas, yeah. South Texas. Yeah, South Texas, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so kind of, he brought a lot of really great ideas. We were really fortunate for the time that we had him. Um, you know, there's some different aspects of our community that I think, you know, Indianapolis has a different form of government. Things are different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's, you know, got to move on and he's in a really great position now in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, also different. Yes. Wow. But if he hadn't come down here, you know, I wouldn't have been exposed to the things that really have enabled me to... Right. Be in this position. So technically, so this is not a city position, right? This is something no. else. Right. Okay. Yes. And so, but you just had to work directly with him because of the position you were in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I would like to hear about your love for downtown because I am also a born and raised Corpus Christian. I, I think they're just like a kindred thing yeah. amongst us. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, you know, you hear about so many people, um, I believe we're around the same age that want to leave, right. you know, because we don't have anything to offer and there's just bigger and better things and bigger and better places. Right. So tell me why you decided to stay here and, and, uh, you know, do what you're doing now. Yeah. So, um, gosh, sorry, no worries. Okay. Um, so, and you know, it's, I should have this like answer totally packaged, but no, but no, it, off the cuff, okay. off the cuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it had, so it had a lot to do with my upbringing, right? Mm -hmm. My parents were both from Corpus Christi, and I grew up on, like, they both went to Ray, right? Okay, and, is that where you went? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I knew my, you know, my family was always from around here, but, like, that was kind of normal, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I got to go, you know, through, through elementary school, middle school, and high school, it kind of seemed like everyone who was on a path to be successful in life, right, long term, mm -hmm was planning on leaving yes. like that was just kind of the norm right you had to leave and so what year did you graduate 2006 okay um so it was kind of like okay that was the expected you had to leave to be successful mm -hmm. and you know 
um, my parents going away to college wasn't an option. They hadn't gone to college, so they didn't kind of have that experience First to train me. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. And I had two brothers. I have two brothers. And um, they didn't kind of go into uh, the tra- traditional higher education either. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that they, both my parents saw that there were limitations to what they were able to accomplish professionally because they hadn't been able, they hadn't gotten Absolutely. education. Yes. To that higher level. Mm-hmm. So, because um, they were the first to graduate from high school, right? Okay. Because this is, this is South Texas. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it's just a reality. Yeah. But i just like to point out that your family is steadily breaking, you know, the ceilings right. of, within well, your own I mean, that, but that's what our community, that's what our community is going to be able to do. Like, that's, uh, my story is, like, special, of course, to me, because it's my story. Of course. But I'm pretty, like... I think it's going to be this. I think it's the standard. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the standard for Corpus Christi, and that's the standard for the future of Corpus Christi. Because before... So so my dad was really big on... I'm going to go back to... The, my dad was really big on, you're going to A&M Corpus Christi, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go there. Wow. Um, yeah, that was like... They're, they're going to get me a bachelor's degree. Like, yeah. that was the plan. Um, so I lived at home, right, all through, mm-hmm. through college. Like, I didn't have any debt, really fortunate in that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, when I went... When I was an undergrad... Um, I worked at the Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. And so I had gone through this period where all of my friends that I had grown up with, like, had to leave. And they were going and doing really interesting things. They were, like, in, you know, Austin or, um, you know, Fort Worth or, you know, everyone had kind of moved on. Right. And, and so I was still here. And a whole new set of people came in for college, mm-hmm. right? And people from, like, San Antonio, Houston, they come down here because it's a smaller, smaller school right. kind of stuff. Um, but when I was working at the Republic, I was a cocktail waitress and I'd wait on people three to five nights a week. And a lot of times they were coming in from out of town and they would just be like, wow, this place is beautiful. Like, why isn't there more going on? Mm -hmm. You know? And, um, I had like a fun, you know, little story. Oh yeah, I'm from here. Like they're working on making it better. And so that, so I did that for like four years. Um, and had my undergrad, I was getting my degree in, um, business, with a marketing emphasis, and then I got a PR minor. Excellent. Um, and I wanted to actually work in, at the Omni, I wanted to work in, like, the sales department, because I was like, I'll just bring really cool things to Corpus Christi, you right. know? But I love that you were um, already planning. I, and I love that you were like, I'm, it's almost like your parents instilled it in you to to get your education here, and then everything that you were bringing to the table to give back to Corpus. I just yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, like, I don't know. I think it's just a sense of, like, People had to work so hard for me to have these opportunities, so I need to take advantage of those opportunities, and then I need to work really hard to give other people opportunities. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I love just, that. That's what a community... Like paying it forward kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so, 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 like, while going to school, like, I also had... I got a great education. Like, I got a great education at mm-hmm. A&M Corpus Christi. Um, like... I was in business school when the Great Recession happened, right? So oh, we wow. got to like study that and wow. kind of how in government, real life. yeah, That's like interesting. And so it's just it's been like kind of a myriad of things I've been exposed to, and I'm naturally kind of curious. And so I've always just kind of dived in and tried to figure out why things are the way they are. Because mm-hmm. when you figure that out, you can figure out well, how do you make it better? Absolutely, yeah. You have to diagnose first, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then determine the best means to to fix. You're absolutely right. That's a yeah, perfect way to describe that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and so it's just so cool to me that your roots are here. Your your family insisted that you go to school here, and it's an excellent university because I, I grew up in the same kind of uh, ideology. Also, first generation college grad. Um, yeah, you you need to, you need to get out of Corpus. You need to do this kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. 
Um, and so for you to take all that and then end up where you are now, it just blows my mind. I mean, and, and that is another reason why, to me, you are a leading lady in the city. Thank you. Yeah. That's very nice of you. No, I mean, you really are here to make a difference. Like, there, it's not an accident that you are where you are. And so what's on, in the agenda for you guys? Like, what, is, what do they have you doing now? So um, with Terry, with Terry coming here, we kind of, we had a, a three-year strategic plan, right? For 20, 2014, 2017 was a three-year strategic plan. Mm -hmm. Before he left, um, we kind of led us down a process to uh, create a new strategic plan. So we actually have a new strategic plan right now. Um, it's, you know, 2018 through 2020. Okay. Um, we're nicknaming it Downtown 2020 because that just sounds way better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the stuff had already gone to print and right. it, it was too much to reprint. So Perfect. it's the nickname now. Yeah. Um, but there's, there are about 20 items that we're kind of working on and mm -hmm. some of them are holdovers. Like some of the things we didn't accomplish, we, they accomplished a lot. Right. I'm going to say we, because I was, I was inside the city working yeah. on it then and you know, now I'm here in a different role. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's another cool thing is that you're bringing that kind of experience in also. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is invaluable. Yeah. Truly. I mean, you were essentially being groomed for this. By the universe. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. By the universe. By the universe. Yeah. And I've been so fortunate. Like, there's that saying, I think of this all the time. This is my, like, uh, if I've seen further, it's because I've stood on, like, the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. You've heard that? Mm -hmm. So, like, there, I've been so fortunate, like, the way things have laid out. Like, I had had a, an internship, um, so... When I graduated yeah, from tell, college. Yeah, tell me about that. So, when I graduated from college, it was still, like, a, not the strong, like, my degree was in marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can, you have to be a pretty creative marketer in order to really turn that into like a good solid right. job so right. um so i started interning i knew i wanted to impact the community or i wanted to make the community better basically i wanted i wanted people to not feel that you had to leave to be successful right yeah that's, that's what i was gonna goal. ask what do you mean by make the community better and just so so that's i mean that's primarily it like yeah. in corpus christi we need to kind of get rid of the notion and we need to make sure that people who are growing up here don't have the notion that you have to leave mm -hmm. to be successful because then you have the you you don't have that pride in your community. You know, people who left here feel like they yeah. they're here because they can't be anywhere else, and that's yes. not fair. No, you're so right. It's like, oh, I never got out of Corpus. Oh, like yeah. am I a deadbeat or whatever? And right. I still I feel like the culture's changing, but it's still kind of there. Right. And you are on your way to changing it. Well, you. I mean, you too. Yeah. I right. Mean, like attempting. just just us who like, hey, it's it's normal to stay here. It's okay yeah. because you wouldn't you wouldn't do that in another city. Like it's not like oh weird you grew up in Houston and you still live in Houston. Like mm -hmm. Houston's a city. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's like yes, plenty of stuff to do there. It's so true. So so that I mean, and, and I feel like that it's just incremental. Like that's, I'll we'll take it to this point, and then the people who come after us, right, have to they'll figure out a new point to try right. to take it to, but. I know that like this is enough. Like this is we've bitten off enough. Like there's enough to chew here, right? Yeah. That's kind of a substantial amount of work. Well, yeah. I mean, you said in three years y'all have a list of twenty items. Yeah. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah. And it takes. I don't think a lot of people realize how much work it takes to get a few of those completed. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and that's, and I think that's the key piece. Um, that's the key piece is that being at having been having my experience at the city so when i went when i got the job at the city when i got mm -hmm. a, i got an internship right at the city first i had interned at a state representative's office um and then i got to intern at the city okay um and i got to intern on the fifth floor of city hall um doing bold future for the coastal bend they had to it was this 
community visioning initiative. Mm-hmm. They had like 200 action items and like 98 were the cities. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that sounds about right. my responsibility <laughs> was getting the weirdest, the weirdest job for an intern, right? My responsibility was getting the reports from the directors turned in. Like I oh. had to track down all of those, right? Wow, yeah. So you know how yes. it, was very, it was very different. Mm-hmm. And it was a different organization at that time. Um, but I did that in a, caught the, I guess, attention of a director or an assistant director who invited me to go intern in their department, Development Services. So okay. I interned there for like a year. Who was it? Uh, Sylvia. Okay. No, Sylvia Cad- uh, Trevino. Okay. Now she's assistant city manager now. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So she, so she had me come up and just like set me off on this project and I was like, okay. And I like dived on into it and I loved it and, um, didn't know, like, didn't understand really fortunately prepped you think yeah but like i didn't know i was just doing my best right. like i was yeah. giving this opportunity like i could prove to them this was my opportunity to prove to them what i could do mm-hmm. right and if i could just prove this through enough projects like my thought and i always i've always had this downtown to me it's always been downtown yeah to me downtown has always been the piece that is the missing piece of the puzzle that will make everybody realize you don't have to leave Corpus Christi to be successful. Like just having this in this neighborhood is Mm -hmm. gonna be that thing. Like for when tourists come to visit, they're not like, why isn't there more down here? They're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Corpus Christi's super cool. Yes. You have this beautiful bay, which they already know. Mm -hmm. But you also have all these great activities. You know, like that's that's to me the key piece. So kind of going into the city, it was always like, well, how can I find out what's going on downtown? How can I find out what they're working on downtown? Mm-hmm. And so every project I've had was really just, you know, to hone my skills and like learn how to do. Yeah. And then somehow work on stuff related to downtown. And, um, and, and I was going to, I started grad school. I got my master. I was going for a master's in public administration to learn how it worked. Right. Right. No, but you um, did it right. It was, I don't know, it was so insightful, and I was really fortunate. My first semester of grad school, one of my professors was Toby Fruchel. She was the retired city manager of Austin. Wow. So, yeah. So That's it was, pretty incredible. But it's just been these series of, of really fortunate events, right? Mm. Like, Yeah, but in a way, you manifested them. I mean, you put, you know, all your effort into it. Like you said, you're like, I'm just doing my best, and I'm just trying to show them what I can do. And then sure enough, like, the pieces fell into place kind of thing. And, right. And here you are. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, in my opinion, you manifested it. You were synchronized with it all. Yeah. And, well, and that's, that's how it works, right? You yes. like think, and then you, you know, you, you say like, this is what's going to happen and you pray for it and you, you know, yeah. you work hard when you get the opportunity. Exactly. So, um, so I learned a lot there. I got to go back to the assistant, the city manager's office as an assistant to an assistant city manager. Um, I did that for a while, and then the business liaison position came up, and I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. And it was so funny, because it was vacant for, like, a year. Like, they really? couldn't find anybody to fill it right. that, with the they, qualifications. Yes. And I was like, hey, I'll take it, I'll take and it. And you already had your graduate degree? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't, I mean, my experience was being an administrative, like, a ma- assistant. Right. Like, I wasn't, like, there were... I, yeah, I see what you're saying. They, yeah. Like, I think the ideal candidate would have been somebody who came from, like, a community, like, that had revitalized. You know, like, that okay. would have been awesome. But the... Yeah. No, you're the ideal kid. Well, <laughs> as it turned out, but it took but it took a year, right? Like that mm-hmm. position, and so they finally got it, and and that was really to me kind of the crystallizing. What's another word for that? Like it really solidified it. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. I don't mean for it to sound too weird, but I'm gonna say it. Please be weird. I appreciate that. <laughs> one of the things I think that I've learned in this time period. One of the things I've learned in this time period is that 
no one is coming to save us. Like, no one is coming to Corpus Christi to be the, Mm -hmm. you know, end all, okay, everything's revitalized, everything's perfect. Like, we have to figure out how to do it. Mm -hmm. And our community is so different. Like, its configuration is so different. It's this, like, island of, like, the the MSA, right? So even if you include all of the surrounding places, it's like 400,000 people. Mm -hmm. Nothing in two hours any direction. Right. Right? I mean, they're small towns, but, like, the next biggest population center is two hours away. Nobody has that. Yeah. Like, even if you no, look you're at... you're absolutely right. I never thought about it like that. It's, it's, it's the strange thing. And it's, like, South Texas. And our community, like, we didn't have, like, a super... The, Texas A&M University wasn't even part of the system until, like, 1994. So, you oh, know, people yeah. could go... You could go to junior college and you could try to navigate your way, you know, mm-hmm. through that kind of separated system. But it, it just wasn't set up... Right. ...the way that it is now. And mm-hmm. so we're really fortunate. Um... But I think that that's where it's gonna come. It's gonna come down to the people, yeah, like the citizens, yeah. yeah. Like I love that you said that. That no one's gonna come right, you know, riding in on their horse saying, "Hey, this is the solution to everything." Yeah. No, people have to get involved. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. And 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 I think that's the biggest. I think we're kind of realizing that. Like there was a project where that that really kind of came into my head is that we put out the. A request for proposals for redevelopment of the ward building, right? Okay. And Which one's what's that? The, it's the old Montgomery Ward building. Oh. Um, it's wow. on the corner of Chaparral and Peoples. Yes. So I was like working my hardest on this RFP. Like, got really good examples of redevelopment, you know, RFPs from different commu- different communities, you know, across the country, and kind of put it out and like did the best, and then it was like nobody responded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on here? And then and then I just realized, you know, Texas is awesome texas is going gangbusters like we have we are the eighth largest city in a super successful state right economic development super strong Mm -hmm. but the city like we are the eighth largest like we are not yeah the seventh or the sixth (laughs) we're the eighth right like we're who's ahead of us i mean the obvious ones yeah but 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 the cities that are ahead of us are like getting like ranked nationally for quality of life like austin houston Mm -hmm. right san antonio like they're not messing around like those are really strong economies and so when you're looking for like a developer are they going to try to invest in you know Austin or Houston where they know that they have this guaranteed return are they going to take a risk on Corpus Christi Mm -hmm. and so that's where it really like that's kind of where I realized like that whole like no one's coming to save us because we have to figure it out for ourselves and we have to figure out how to make it so that when people do come here they do feel welcome and they do feel appreciated and they right. do know their investment is protected. Right. Um, because... And I love that you're talking about it in terms of business. Like you have to, you have to have that mindset to hold the position you're in. My mind doesn't work like that. I, I'm, huh. I'm not thinking about it in those terms, but you're absolutely right when you're saying, would they rather go where they know for a fact they'll get, you know, ROI or here. Right. Yeah. We're eh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why, like, Cosmopolitan is such a huge project, right? Like, that thing is leasing up. We need it to lease up. We need it to be successful. We need the people who kind of put their credit, their, their selves on the line to make that project happen. Mm-hmm. It has to be successful. So, y'all, you're involved in something like that? See, I didn't realize it. So, is it any time anyone wants to open anything down here that you're involved? So, okay. So, we're not, an, we're not a city department, mm-hmm. but... The, 
my organization, the downtown management district, is the municipal management district. Mm-hmm. So the property owners down here voted in, I think, 1993 to levy a tax on themselves to create the downtown management district. Mm-hmm. And it's it provides a level of services above what the city provides. Okay. So yes, like if somebody... So it's not like uniform, like across everywhere. If anybody does anything in this greater downtown area, the downtown management district is involved. But specifically like for that project, it's yeah. smack dab in the middle of the, the downtown management district boundary. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, and there, there are a number of challenges that they've had. or com- I mean, those that's a complex situation. There's tons of moving parts in that project. Yes. I mean, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. That's why, it's like, your job is so complex, yeah. for lack of a better word. But it's, I mean... But this is fun. Like, I'm having fun. Like, this is... Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Thanks. <laughs> yes. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, no, it is. And, and and it's like I, you know, I know I'm super fortunate and I take it super seriously because, like, I... This is hard. Like, this is a lot of work. Again, it's some, it's the not fun part, right? Yeah. But somebody has stuff. to do that. I mean, so everybody else can reap the... The fruits of your labor well, and, and your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have a great team. That's one of the first things um, I realized in this position. It started in February. And I was like, okay, we need more people on this team. Like, because there's just so much work to do, mm-hmm. you know? And um, Has it just flown? I mean, it's July and are you just... February, March, April. You, like, hit the ground running kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um... I work in 90 day plans. Okay. <laughs> so like, so we have, so we have our three year plan. So it's like a tiered system, right? So we have our big three year plan. Then from there we have annual service plans. Mm-hmm. So we have, okay, these are the things that we're working on and these are like our addendums to our city contract. And then, but there's like 60 things in that. Yeah. In our service plan. Oh area. my goodness. So, so then, so then I had, you have to break that down, right? Into further chunks, like bite sized chunks. So we, we have working in 90 day plans. So this is the third what day is this tuesday Mm -hmm. so this is like the third part of my second 90 days and so basically july 30th you know this list of 15 things we're trying to get them all kind of wrapped up um but july 30th and then we'll kind of have to reevaluate and then figure out okay august september october what are we doing now okay um because otherwise it's just spinning our wheels you know yeah and um, no, and I, that's another thing, um, and it just goes to show also how your brain is organized because you're breaking it down in that kind of way. So, I mean, you would have to. the most boring podcast ever. I'm like, no, so our 90-day no, people plan. People eat this kind of thing up. <laughs> like, people who want to, you know, be more business-minded and, I mean, for whatever they may be applying it to. Um, I had to creep on your Instagram. It's just one of the, a part of the, part of my job. But uh, I saw that you have three, you always like to have three books in rotation kind of thing. I mean, just the, yeah. like I said, I mean, you're, not only are you applying that to the job by, uh, you know, this is how it is in my brain and this is how I'm going to execute it here. But even in like your personal life, you're like, I, I want to be able to touch on all these kind of things. I have three books in rotation that touch on these specific topics yeah. or in generalized topics and yeah. then kind of fill in the blank. But it, it's a good way to go about living and enhancing and enriching the different aspects of your life. I, I love it. Thank <clears> you. Yeah. I appreciate I, that. I think it's a cool way to approach it. And so what are your, what does your family think seeing you, I mean, really emphasizing oh like, hey, get your education. Hey, you know, Corpus, we love Corpus, and now you're the executive director of the of downtown management. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it depends. It, it does. One of the more challenging things about it is that I don't get to spend as much time with my family mm-hmm. as if I didn't have such a demanding job. Absolutely. Um, so, so that part is challenging, but, um, 
But you're at the age to do it. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you're not. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Yet. I don't have any children. Like, yeah. uh, got a, we got my fiance and I got engaged in December. Oh, okay. congratulations. So, um, thank you. Um, so like right now, I'm just kind of trying to keep like my cactus alive on the patio like that's the extent of that yes. but at the same time like um you know i have nieces and i have cousins and i have um you know aunts and uncles of course my pa- parents and and you know they um they have worked really hard to afford me a lot of opportunity absolutely um and so they're su- i mean they're super proud of me like mm-hmm. they're super proud of me and it's so funny because um I think growing up, I used to get in trouble for, like, instigating things. Like, I would just, like, make things happen, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I can't imagine. That's a cool thing to be known for. Really? Yes. Oh, no, I'd get in trouble all the time. For making things happen? For Shoot. trying to make things happen. Hey. Honestly, for trying to make things happen, and maybe, like, the concept was a little bigger than I had the capacity to execute. Well, of course. So the- <laughs> you were young. Yeah, I was, like, a child. Yeah. Um, But so I would, I would always be, like, getting into something. And... I don't know. I I think we all like to think that we were like, like a super cool kid, but maybe I was kind of hard. <laughs> to, oh, that makes me so happy. You, that you just said it. yes, of course. We all think. I mean, most people I think believe that they are super cool and unique and you know whatever. Yeah. You know, have yeah. have a lot to offer, and it, it's true. I mean, everybody has something to offer, but but maybe it's a little hard to manage. But oh yeah. oh, but you know what? This probably is kind of insightful. So um, my parents <laughs> had me. I love it. They, my parents had me when they were 37 and 40. Okay. All right. Interesting. And I, my brothers are generation. 13 and 17 years older than I am. Okay. You're the baby. I'm the baby. Okay. And, and the I'm the only girl. girl. Mm-hmm. I'm the only girl with a middle child, but you have the win-win. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so, so, um, and they 13 and 17 years. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that, I mean, that just kind of goes to, like, I had a pink room, I had all the barbecue, like, I had all the stuff, yeah. you know, like, I was a very girly girl, and that just kind of contributed. But, anyhow, I'm really down a rabbit hole. Um, no, I love parents. This. this is what I want. Very proud of me, I think. They tell me this often. I'm not trying to sound full of myself, but... Um, no. No, wait, because, truthfully, uh, I know so many examples of people who have been given a ton of opportunities and are the baby and, you know, whatever, and, and really don't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, they're always just kind of reliant on their parents to be there when they fall. And, of course, parents do that. But, I mean, ultimately, you have to sh- be independent and take care of yourself. And I think you've proven that in spades. Like, well, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, you yeah. have every right to be proud of where you are. I mean, that, that's the reason I have you on here. I mean, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just think it's neat that you, you almost, like, I, it just seemed like your dad knew he had an idea about what you want. He oh, was, wanted you to, yeah, like a life path kind of thing. Not that you necessarily have to do what you're no, do, hey, but it I, just like worked out. Like y'all came to this amazing compromise or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I know my parents worked really hard. They did the best they could with you know with what they knew, and they set me up to have a better life. And so you know you do that. Like I'm not. I would like I like to do what they want me to do. You know what right. I mean? Like I want them that's how to I be, was brought up. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever your parents want you to do, yeah. kind of thing. Well, and so my mom, so my parents, um, also though they like have had like a lot of they've had a lot of struggles. Like so, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was six, right for the wow. first time, mm-hmm. and um, it's come back several times since then. And so mm-hmm. right now she's going through treatment and mm-hmm. again, and and so there's always been um, kind of this. There wasn't a. You know, my parents were going to support me no matter what. But I never, I didn't grow up thinking, like, I had this safe, kind of safety net. Yeah. Like, I didn't have the luxury of making poor decisions. Yes. And sure, I made some poor decisions. Oh, yeah. When you're, like, of course. around, 
between the ages of 18 and 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. But, Dang, have you um, been spying on me? No. <laughs> right? We all have. That's what makes yes. us, that's what gives us character. Absolutely. Um, but, but I just kind of knew, you know, that there wasn't, there wasn't a do-over. Yeah. Like there this wasn't was, time to fool around. Yeah. This was going to be it. So. But like yeah. I said, that says a lot about you because there are people who, you know, just don't quite get it. I know so many people who have a, for whatever reason, similar things, they, they've been given it and rather than turn it into something that's their own and beautiful and be appreciative of it, you know, it, it's the opposite. And so, like I said, that really does say a lot about you because there are so many people who even, you know, have better, like, had better circumstances right. and yeah. still squandered it. Right. And uh, like I said, it has a lot to do with how your brain works. I can already just tell. I mean, uh, off the record, she was telling me that she's going to organize her library no. on the <laughs> oh my 4th gosh, of July. So <laughs> like, come on, it, girl. Like, you are, you know, you're, you're a go-getter. Yeah. You're known, you're known for instigating. Kind of... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. It's okay. But that, like I said, I mean, the reason I have you and, and everybody else I've had on here and everyone I will have on is to gush about you. Like, look at how these ladies are living their life and doing their thing and, and we should be inspired by the women locally. Not that we shouldn't be inspired by others, but of course. I yeah. mean, we, we really need to look like in our own backyards or next door or whatever. And so, I mean, just, you need to keep killing it. Like, that, that's all I gotta say. Like, you just started. I can't wait to see what you do. And Thank so I you. saw that you guys finally got someone... When did, when did this happen? I'm trying to remember the time frame. The old courthouse. Okay. Yeah. Somebody bought it? Somebody bought the old courthouse. Yeah. Actually, that's so... Yeah. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just... I went back... Like, there's all this information I want to share with you. Yeah. Uh, not even about the old courthouse, but about, like, my feelings about the old courthouse. Yes. But... But yes, no, that happened. Somebody what came in. What are your in. feelings about the old courthouse? So I grew up, so, okay, so my dad um, was a firefighter for 33 years wow. and actually drove the trucks at Station 1. Okay, S- yes. Across the Belton? street. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so like, growing up, I'm, like, fascinated by this building, mm-hmm. right? And I remember, like, my parents definitely didn't mail it, but I remember, like, writing a letter. I, I've, there was a... <laughs> period of time with your children excellent. um i don't know whatever happened to it but i just remember being like hey like something needs to happen with this like it this should be more than it was i think i, I wrote it's like mayor lloyd neal right yeah um but my like that's the thing like i like can you imagine like my parents were like what is she getting into like but she's like writing that's amazing i don't know if you watch parks and rec but that's like leslie nope no like, yeah you are leslie nope well well no you're Alyssa but yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah i just think it's so funny so then um but yeah i mean i don't know so that happened um but like until even this then, project knew, came along that, i mean that's uncanny that you even then you wanted to address that and then what 28 years later or whatever 25 years later you're facilitating this yeah well and and there are a lot of i mean a project like that takes some some guys who've done this before have come from ohio and actually it's interesting because it was a uh, there was the story is it's the guy's daughter um who was looking for a wedding venue and said that there couldn't there weren't enough like there there weren't any good ones okay. and then um, and I'm, I'm sure I'm messing this story up, but she sent him a picture of this building was like, this would make a good one. And he was like, Hmm, that's cool. And so he had done these, this, these historic rehabilitations in like Ohio mm-hmm. and then came down to look at it and was like, we can figure out how to make this work. And so, um, 
they they've been working on they worked on putting the deal together and it was like a, a big a big part um you know the edc carried a lot mm-hmm. of the weight the county oh my gosh if commissioner presley hadn't been interested in in the project happening right and i, I he like even tried to like you guys serious? You know, like yeah. a couple of times. Because I'm sure people have kind of played gotcha. Yeah, well, in our community, I mean, and that's that's the big... Okay, so a lot of thoughts here. But um, <laughs> first off... Good, we're stimulating <laughs> that brain activity. That our I don't think our community can necessarily take that many more broken hearts, like, on stuff like this, you know? Yeah. Um. So you can't you can't just have somebody come in to, from out of town and be like, hey, like, we're going to come save you, mm-hmm. you know? And then it doesn't work out again. Because mm-hmm. it... There's a history of this. Yes. And so, so that's why people get so like judicious or like picky about what we take, what we take seriously. Like Corpus Christi, I think probably, I don't know if, I think our reputation is getting better kind of in Mm -hmm. the development community, but has been known as a place where they're kind of cynical, like don't necessarily buy in, sometimes don't see the vision. Yes. But I think it's because there's just been heartbroken so many times you know mm-hmm. um that it, it you kind of yeah we put up a defense mechanism yeah yeah we're like <laughs> we, we don't need you anyway. up. yeah um so so that so there's a lot of like people who've been doing this type of work a lot longer than i have that were involved in that decision like mm-hmm. we got to help with a small part of it um and of course i'm always like the rah rah right like yes this needs to happen like yeah. i a very uh, important role yeah. in these kinds of transactions yeah yeah just trying you know and just trying to kind of keep the piece together on the back end so you know the mm-hmm. agenda memo gets written or you know whatever right. needs to happen um in that regard but no they there's a lot of people who really carried the ball on that one and and took away like we've been able to help with their terms incentives with some smaller businesses um but the courthouse is going to be tremendous and yeah, i don't yeah that's huge i mean you know, because I know it's there's you have one of two options. I have, well, there's three options. One is you sell it mm-hmm. and you know renovate, amazing. Second is you demo it, which I'm always sad to see something like that go, especially right. that. And then third, of course, is to just leave it sitting there and decaying right. and looking like an eyesore. Well, they couldn't demo it because it has a um, oh, what is it called? A, an easement? No, it has oh. an easement. Like it, it's it's preserved until 2026. Gotcha, gotcha. The gotcha. state has preserved it. Okay. Um, the other thing though is like so our community. This is. This breaks my heart. That so much has been torn down of our original downtown. Mm-hmm. Like, if you there is a a parking lot that is uh I think the cathedral uses it. It's like up uptown by the um, C, is it still a CPNL building? Dude, you got me. I think so. Like if you're or, coming down, Karankawa. Not AEP. Is it not AEP? It's now? before the AEP oh, building. Okay. It's like on the other side of Caddy Corner to Cathedral. Okay. It's like a big parking lot. Yeah. Like apparently that was like the first junior high really right but it's gone now it's a parking lot and and like there are so many other buildings that were down here right Mm -hmm. that they're just we're gone they're gone now Mm -hmm. and and we don't get those back it takes so like the courthouse 1914 it takes a hundred years to get a building that that that's that historic you know like that doesn't you don't just get that you can't just rebuild that 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 type of history is once it's gone it's gone Mm -hmm. and so like there, you know, it comes down to economics. Like the money has to be right. Like people have to be able to invest. Um, but but there is a value in you know that type of tourism, that type of the quality of life that's provided when you live in a place that has that much history. And then it's also really important to, I think, people 
having pride in being from here. Yes, important. If, yes, if we can, like, if we value that history. Like, that, that history is so important. Like, I... Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, car- carry on. But, I, like, I'm just, like, uh, so uh, into what you're saying. Like, about the history of Corpus, because I don't think most people know about it. Truthfully, I mean, when do we ever hear about it, or what references do we have in yeah. the old courthouse? The Harbor Bridge, which will be gone. Yeah, and then before us, the Bastille Bridge. I mean, and, and that's <laughs> and that's the thing where, like, uh, growing up, like growing up, this stuff was just normal. Like my story, my mom's story is about um, when she used to have to, like run errands and when they used to, you know, go shop and at Lichtenstein or whatever. Like that was just kind of stuff I grew up with, right? Mm-hmm. You too. Yeah. Okay. So. But then, like, as we get old, we realize, like, in getting older, I think, realizing that was really the gold, that was really the downtown's golden time. And, and we really just want to get to some equivalent of, you know, some, mm-hmm. some equivalent. I and I like think we're, we're there. Getting, oh, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm hearing more and more about it and, uh, you know, meeting new people who are coming into town and excited about what we have going on. I mean, all the different fests and the art galleries and the microbreweries. I mean, all, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but I saw that y'all have some event where the community gets to come and give you their input about what goes on. Imagine the possibilities. That. Okay. Tell me about so, it. So, um, we, part of this three-year plan and last year's three, last, the last three-year plan was to work on a vacant building program. Um, there's a lot of feedback that, um, people talk a lot about the vacant buildings. I think it's kind of like, it's not even like a, urban legend it's just like everyone kind of knows <laughs> there's all these vacant buildings it's and like what's going on with them yes um uh, but like interspersed between all this other super cool setup and right. shop fronts it's strange right so so i mean that's really been identified um as is one of the issues so we kind of started we've started working on how can we how can we get these moving right what's the cause of the issue first and foremost you mm-hmm. always gotta start there and then what can you realistically accomplish in that moving forward so we've when I was at the city, we worked on it, and it's still being worked on, a vacant building program. But part of that is uploading... These, the state made this database. It's called downtowntx.org. Okay. And on downtowntx.org, you can put an inventory of your vacant buildings, buildings that are available for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's part of this one... It's the Texas Historic Commission. I feel like I'm really messing up the role out of this but the Texas <laughs> Historic Commission has this has this website downtowntx.org and they also have a department and so they're organizing this event across the state so this was the first time Corpus Christi participated in it okay we're one of 22 communities and it's called this year yeah wow so it's called it was called imagine the possibilities mm-hmm. and um our one of our newest staff members name's Madeline she basically got in contact with all these property owners and we're like hey we're gonna do this event can we well, I'm sure they want people building. to know about it because, I mean, these property owners are just, like, losing money. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. Like, it all comes down to the economics, right, mm-hmm. and the holding cost of a property. Like, commercial property, it you have to pay property taxes on it. Theoretically, you have to put maintenance into it. So it needs to be producing a revenue. Exactly. But we have all these buildings down here that just somehow aren't part of that system. Hmm. Like, the, you know, it's boarded up. Somebody pays the property taxes on it every year. And that's it. That's it. No maintenance. Right. Wow. So the ordinance. That's that, surprising. Yeah. Hmm. But the, but the, we've been working. We've been working for a little over a year now on an ordinance so that moving forward, once this program gets launched, it'll have to have lights outside. The boards will have to come off the windows, 
and it has to be registered on this website. Mm-hmm. We have to have contact information. Mm-hmm. And then we have incentives available. I mean, our incentive programs, I think, have been a tremendous uh, impact on what we've been able to do down here. Like, we have a lot of businesses that are open, a lot of the construction that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all kind of plugged into that program. And really, the focus of that is making things walkable. Yes, of course, that's creating huge. new businesses. Yes, but, that's huge. But doing that so that the people just have, you know, kind of that, ex- that pedestrian experience where it all connects and it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because um, that's kind of a, cities kind of have, their DNA is all a little bit different, but it's all like a similar formula, you know, so like a, a vibrant, walkable downtown that's the face of the city and that's a pretty face is like standard. You yeah. Know? Like that's what you need. Right. And that's actually the perfect way to sum it up because I know people are like, I know we need something, but I just can't quite put my finger on it. And I think that sums it up perfectly. And so ultimately that's the goal, I'm sure. Yeah. And y'all, I feel like have you know, are definitely on your way. I mean, I'd say, like, enormously there. I mean, almost, you know, 100%. And so, for anyone who'd want to do what you do, for anyone who wants to make a difference in their community, I mean, and really be able to make an impact, what do you, what suggestions do you have? Like, how how would they go about it? So, interesting. So, I mean, I would, like, go get a master's in public administration. Well, that um, may not be a bad idea. No, I mean, that so valuable just Mm -hmm. just to understand how the policy process works like to understand that it's not because when I started too, like you know when I started grad school I was in this whole like don't eat meat don't eat don't use plastic like Mm -hmm. very you know kind of phase in my life yeah no Mm -hmm. I mean you were that's it sounds weird but you were experimenting or you know seeing looking at things from different perspectives right right and and I guess without getting like too that's so funny. Ask the question again. I'm going to start over. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think how to word it. Okay. So if somebody wants to kind of follow in your footsteps and say, I mean, maybe not even here, but, but wherever, a small town or something, yeah. and, and they want to make a difference and be in a position to do it successfully and really make an impact, like what would you suggest? So I would suggest getting educated on the system. Like you have to understand the system in which you're operating mm-hmm. because... If you don't, and if you don't, you're, you don't know what you're doing. Right. You know? Um, and then also, anytime you get an opportunity, like, show, show them what you can do. Mm-hmm. And make sure that's a good work product. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, credibility is everything. Oh, yeah. So don't, you know, you never want to be given an opportunity and then just expect somebody to um, kind of give it, tell you exactly what it is to do. Right. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Like, you, you can't expect to have your hand held. Yeah. Delivered. Yeah. Well, and that's hard to learn. Like, that's mm-hmm. super hard to learn. I mean, mm-hmm. even now, sometimes, like, I'd really like to have my hand held. But I just, I realize... You don't seem like the type. <laughs> like, no. I you, appreciate you that. You have an idea. You know what to do. Um, But it did. It wasn't, it wasn't always that way. But you have to kind of learn, and you have to kind of trust yourself, and you have to, like, make decisions and just yes. try it. And then if it doesn't work, then you modify it a little bit or you learn from that experience or you go on but I just I think the biggest thing is just being informed and and trying to really understand and develop the skills that you need to be able to get in the position because like I still feel super fortunate right to mm-hmm. be the executive director of the downtown management district um but it wasn't I mean in order to be able to be here, that was seven years of like, 
and I say seven years. People, I know that's not a very long career, but it was seven years of seven years is a long time. It's a better yeah part of at the, the city at the city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's that's a good that's a yeah. That's and a you good, didn't just stay in one position either. Yeah, you know. But but just always you know never saying that's not my job. Mm-hmm. You know you can never do that. Actually, sometimes I did that. I think to like my own disadvantage. Like you kind of also have to make sure you're staying in your lane. Like that's a, oh for sure. That's kind of a challenge too. Yes, that's a very uh, what's the word? There's a fine line there. Yeah. And, and as a city employee, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because <clears throat> there's so many different kind of functions and yes. like areas and things mm-hmm. going on. Um, but yeah, just just the get get educated on what it is and you know always try to strive for more information and just understand i mean as it applies to corpus christi i think to see other communities and to learn from other communities but then also recognize how unique ours is and how we have to translate it Mm -hmm. you know for our own unique experience and that's i think that's how we move forward if we try to kind of be you know people are we're not going to be Austin. Yes, We're not be thank you so much. And we don't want to be Corpus Christi. Super cool. Corpus like, Christi. Corpus Christi. Y'all. Yeah. Um, so kind of a clunky more. name, sure. <laughs> but right, like oh my oh. god, that one. <laughs> yeah. I still love it. Yeah. I mean, Two but it's, syllables. Blah. It's super cool. The other thing that I think is super cool, kind of off on a tangent, is that um, when you start kind of looking at, have you ever done like ancestry? I haven't. I want to, but I haven't. So I did that, and then I went and was, like, looking through records, and I just kind of learned a lot about my family and, like, their history and, like, how they came here, and and I was like, oh, like, that made me feel even more responsible. Mm-hmm. You know what, You know what I mean? Because, um... Well, yeah, and there's so much more appreciation, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because people, like... I don't know. People had to work really hard. Like, people... And I want to know more, you know, about the history and stuff, but I just think that makes our community so interesting because... Um, a lot of people who are here are kind of descendants from people who came a long time ago, Mm -hmm. you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I think that there's, is the more that we learn about that, a lot of people are here, duh, is America. Sorry. Well, you know what I mean? But yeah, just being here in South Texas, I mean, this used to be Mexico. Yeah. Like there's a lot of history here and, and a lot of people came here to make a life. And, you know, it's up to us subsequent generations to, to carry on. You yes, know, to, that's to keep exactly it. Thriving. it. Yeah. yeah, girl, I'm right there with you. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So that makes sense. Because, you know, yeah. sometimes you say something and you think it, you think you're saying something and then you say something else. <laughs> no, you got this. Okay. Oh, that's, that's me most, yeah. most times. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> um, but I just, I think it's so important, you know, and, and for other people to, to, um, to be able to just, you know, continue to break the mold and break those ceilings and be like, okay, we're going to figure out how to do this. Because then it's so much easier for somebody who comes after me to Absolutely. kind of see me in this role and, like, know that they can do that. Because it's so, like, that's how that works. No, no, you're, you're right. I mean, you're going to be doing a lot of the groundwork. Um, I And I know that there was someone before you, but ultimately you're going to be doing a ton to set up for the next person. I mean, you you what you're going to be doing for the community, because I know you're going to be doing great things, I just am super excited for, and just, it really Thanks. takes a special no pressure. person no, I'm to just do. Kidding. I know, right? But you better deliver. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, no sure. like I said, they, I don't think they took filling the position lightly, and I think you're the perfect person yeah. for the job. That was pretty strenuous. That was your first question, right? How did yeah. it, it took a, it took a while. So Terry announced that he was leaving in like October, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, or I think even at the end of September, I can't remember, but, um, wasn't till like January that they made a decision and like they put the thing so out you like 
Okay, wow. Yeah, like 30 people applied. Yeah. Like from across the country. That's it? I'm surprised. Yeah. And like 30 people filtered through and more like 300 people applied. <clears throat> That's crazy. Um, yeah, so it was kind of a tedious process. Um, I'm really glad they went with someone local. Now, I'm sure, you know, there are other people who are qualified, but there's just something, especially for a position like this, yeah. you have that kind of cred. You know what I mean? Not to mention the experience as the business liaison with the city. They, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Hands down. Well, thank you. Mm. Um, I think I think it's just there will be a point in time. There will be a point in time, like with the work that we're doing right now. I think we will get to a point where we can, you know, have somebody that has come from a really dynamic place, you know, and we're there. Mm. There's just I think that where we're coming from and where we are right now, we have a little bit more work to do. Yeah, just kind of structural, foundational work, you know, you know, to make it make sense. I mean, and I have no idea what you have planned. I'm sure the sky is the limit for you, but. I, I feel like you're setting up this foundation. You should be able to reap the benefits of like then really getting to do like the other cool stuff. You yeah. know, like one, once everything is kind of stabilized, then seeing where where you go with it. You know, and like I said, you may have bigger and better plans going on. But uh, in any case, I know that this is only a good, a great thing. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, and I just want to thank you so much for being my guest and sorry I've been like hounding you and I'm like no, I just can't wait to have you no, on no this is so exciting yeah um yeah did you have any other questions I'm sorry I, I talked a lot about myself no that, that was okay. no that's you, the goal you, yes that's the goal. yeah you it's you, real, you okay. hit it perfectly uh no I mean I could probably talk to you forever but I'm keeping you after work so until next time okay thank you so much for being a lady thank lady you. and kicking ass you're welcome thanks for having me